Hey everybody, welcome back to our 15th episode of Two Compass Podcast. Today we have a special episode where we talk about some early fantasy basketball awards. There's some steamy hot takes there. There's some primetime college hoops matchups this week, so we get into who we think will win. Don't forget to check out the podcast in our link tree in the IG bio. But first, know it all, let me hear that one more time. Okay, we're back. Finally, another week, another very eventful week of hoops around the world, around college basketball, NBA. We're finally recording episode 15. We made us such a long way. Who would have thought, guys, eh? Liam Andres, <laughs> welcome. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, yeah. thanks. And yeah, 15. I know it's been, a, it's been a ride. And I'm happy that we're continuing this and get to enjoy some fancy basketball bands. Many more to come. This is going to be a fun yeah, one, though, for yeah, sure. sure. I know, I know. We're gonna be, honestly, I can't. Honestly, can't believe. Yo, sorry. Go ahead, Liam. No, I was just gonna say it's gonna be a fun one. We're gonna be giving out fantasy banter. Can't wait to rip into you guys about that. Oh, I know. And we're predicting, uh, predicting games, which I love to do. So, two of my favorite things here. Mm, yeah, exactly. And I just wanted to give a, a huge shout out. I know I do this every episode, but we couldn't do it though. All the listeners actually listening to our podcast and giving us some motivation to keep going. Um, we hope you guys love the content. We. We put out and we're just going to keep doing it. Episode 15, I would never thought we would be here. Last year, we started in November. Um, it's something I wanted to do for like the past two years, three years, never got to do it. So really appreciate all the all the support from everyone. And yeah, we're just going to keep on going, keep going strong. So let's do it. But let's just hop right in. Uh, this yeah. week, there was a lot of entertaining, entertaining things that's happened in basketball. Or a lot of upsets, uh, or a few upsets, I should say a lot. And then... A lot of uh, good basketball games in the NBA, college basketball. But today we're going to be focusing on strictly some fantasy basketball and some college basketball. And in terms of fantasy basketball, we always love arguing about stuff. So today we're doing our preseason, uh, not preseason, early, early, early season. fantasy basketball awards. Yeah. <laughs> so basically what that's going to be is that we kind of picked what we thought would be six really good categories, kind of like how the NBA has their own awards. Like M- like uh, uh, MVP, uh, most improved coach of the year and stuff like that. But we're gonna have our own. Uh, we switched it up to compass style uh, fan- for fantasy awards. Um, so we have. Uh, we'll start off probably with the um, the most improved player. Then we'll do. We have a a bust of the year, which is gonna be super juicy. I'm interested to see what you guys pick for that. We'll do the uh, rookie of the year, which we obviously know who's gonna be who's gonna be rookie of the year. Uh, and then we'll have the, I guess, best pickup, like waiver pickup of the year, the, the W, the Wapoy, Wapoy. <laughs> and then, and then we have, we have the soy, which is the, um, how do I call this one? Steal of the year? The, uh, the steal of the year, kind of like in the, it has to be in the draft. He has to be drafted. So steal of the year, best value. And then we'll top it off with our MVP of the fantasy season. So that's the order we're going to do it in. Um, we're... It's based, this is based all off kind of nine cats, standard leagues. Uh, we're not really doing points so much, but it per- could be relevant for points as well. Um, as depending on your point system, it could be pretty similar, but just focusing mostly on nine cat. And yeah, for a lot of the stats, for me personally, I got it off Yahoo um, and, and the fan tracks, kind of what we uh, use for our keeper league. Uh, but all of them are going to be the same. If you guys provide some stats, they'll all be the same. So you don't have to worry about that. But yeah, no, let's just kick it off right away uh, with the most improved player 
from last year to this year fantasy wise. So I want to start off with Andres because I know Andres gets a little bit jealous when I start with Liam every time. Always. So. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think this might be a given. Um, so my I'm just gonna, my pick was Jeremy Grant. Uh, I don't know what you guys had oh, for yours, okay. but like just like comparing the stats from last year, I'll just throw some throw the numbers out. So 2019 to 2020. Yeah, 12 points, 3.5 rebounds, 1.2 assists, 0.8 steals, and 0.7 blocks. Um, and now in 2021, or 2020 to 2021 season, he basically doubled his points. So he's 23 points averaging currently. 5.5 rebounds, 3.0 assists, 1.2 steals, and 0.8 blocks. So he's almost basically doubled in every category except for blocks. So for me, that's like, like if, like if we're going into like, uh, most improved Jeremy Grant, I think, in my opinion, it blows that category out of the water. Just like in terms of where you probably got him to in the draft, like it's just yeah. ridiculous what what you could have uh, the value you got from him, and well, yeah, he yeah, deserves sure, he sure. deserves every ounce of gratitude in this mm-hmm. category. So that was my yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of just want to appreciate, like I guess you mentioned, Andres, but this this for the most part is just kind of comparison from last year to this year. We're not really like judging where you got him in the draft because it's kind of irrelevant yeah. for like this uh, this award. Because that that will be for the steal of the draft. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that in mind for steal of the draft. Uh, okay, so Liam, I think we're probably gonna have the same one, but I don't. Oh, who, who unless do you, unless you check the document, I don't think we will. <laughs> oh no, um, no. Okay, maybe not. I just I just thought maybe you would have had him. But yeah, I know. Uh, no, I actually have. So by the way, Dre, love the shout. Um, Jeremy Grant, the twenty sixth ranked player on the year. Um, yeah. I'm sure last year mm-hmm. he was probably like a hundred. Like he's probably moved Something up at like least hundred spots. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's yeah, a good sure. shout. But for most improved, I'm actually going a little bit off the board here. And uh, it's a guy I should love to last week. It's CJ McCollum. Um, because okay. he is traditionally obviously a good player. But in fantasy, he's always been hovering around like 70, 80. He's more of a, like, y- you love him in real life, but he's kind of overrated as a fantasy player. Um, just because <laughs> yeah. traditionally he doesn't bring too much to the table outside of scoring and threes. Um, yeah, and, and yeah. I guess free throw percentage, not bad, but this year in per game value. So I, I did all this in per game value, excluding injuries, because I don't think injuries are super fair and he should yeah. be back sometime yeah, soon. Yeah. But CJ is the seventh ranked player in per game value this year. So he's taken a huge step into being a first round player, um, disregarding injuries, which I know are part of fantasy. Um, yeah. which unfortunate. So but... yeah, it is unfortunate, but, uh, and I think when he comes back, he's going to be awesome too. So. I'm going to no, see like uh, Yeah, I like that pick. I like that pick. Especially because I think going moving up, if you're moving up rounds, like especially between three or like four to second, it's like huge value as opposed to moving up from like yeah, 12th yeah. to like t- 10th or 9th. Yeah. So I think that CJ Shadow is a, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. So this is, this is an elite jump. Yeah. So I wanted to reward Honestly, that. that's, yeah. that's not, that's not who I thought you were going to pick, but no, I, 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 like know, it, I know, who you're I know you're going to pick it. and I know who yeah. you thought. Yeah, I was, like, going I don't, to I was surprised. <laughs> I, I thought we were going to be holding hands and then singing his praises this, no. uh, this, this segment for I, this uh, pick, but I, I guess not. I was, I was looking, looking at it then and I, I knew, I kind of wanted it to be a different from, from you guys because I know there's yeah. like yeah. some obvious picks. So I, I was, I was trying to think of people because I figured you guys would cover, cover some people. So I wanted to be a little bit different. That's fair. No, I, I appreciate that. Um, I was actually like because uh, because like for that same reason, I was looking at like someone else too. But I'm like I can't I can't not give yeah. a shout out to this person. But I just want to give a special shout out to the person I was listening to is Jalen Brown. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. But but in terms of uh, I just couldn't pass up this opportunity to shout out again our boy Christian Wood. 
Uh, we yeah. kind of told everyone, like, I think everyone was kind of on notice a little bit, but we kind of reinforced it, Liam, in the beginning in our, uh, when we did our fantasy uh, kind of shout outs in the beginning of the season. Um, but yeah, Christian Wood is my most improved player because, I mean, he did show it us in that one month of when he was like, had all that usage in Detroit. Um, yeah. But it just, just the stat, pure stats wise, it just like, kind of like Andre, how Andre said, Jeremy Grant's doubled. Um, Christian Wood's du- basically doubled as well. So, um, he's averaging this year. He's averaging fifty six percent from field goal, sixty nine percent from free throw, which is not great, but it's not terrible. He can improve big, that. He should uh, be improving that. Yeah, he can. Yeah, and then because uh, he's averaging th- two threes, which yeah. usually free throw percentage is a good telling on consistency for three pointers. But yeah, so that could go up. But he's averaging twenty two points, ten rebounds, um, one point five blocks, and only one point eight turnovers. So and close to one steal. So that's like really good. And I know, like in terms of value, I know a lot of people pr- had him kind of high. But it just in terms of from last year to this year's uh, statistics, he improved vastly, and yeah. yeah, and so he's my most improved player for for fantasy wise. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad someone said yeah. his name because I was gonna be concerned if I didn't. Like I thought Liam was gonna do it for sure, and then when Liam said CJ, I'm like, oh shit, we might have yeah. we might have screwed up. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah. If if yeah. I was, I had him as a backup plan in case no one else said him, but uh, nice. I guess yeah. I wanted CJ. Also, yeah, I didn't read CJ stats, but I might as well be to give the listener a clear idea. But yeah, he's up to 20, sure, sure. 26.7 points per game, 4.8 threes per game, five assists, wow. 3.9 rebounds, 1.3 steals, shooting 47%, 84 from the line. So, bro, that's like that's like Kyrie numbers. You're probably yeah, a little bit. You're getting exactly. like a week a week Steph almost in a sense, which is kind yeah. of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, man Steph. Um. Yeah, I was, yes. yeah. I was gonna say something else about. Like, oh yeah, it seems like uh, the common trend might be to you might want to head to Detroit if you want to get your fantasy value up because yeah. Jeremy Grant, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian you Wood, go Delon Wright. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like if yeah. you want so, your fantasy. So, 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 so what you're saying, Andres, is that I'm licking my lips if Blake Griffin gets traded from Detroit. Is what you're saying for who? Yeah, whoever's coming in inbound for, into Detroit or whoever's making space for uh, when Blake Griffin's there, then yeah, pick him up. Because you're Thanks. getting a, a twenty, <laughs> you're twenty five and five player for sure. <laughs> it's kind of interesting how. No, our... no, I'm saying I'm saying if Blake Griffin leaves, I'll be licking my lips. Just how Christian Wood left. Oh no, well, he, well Christian Wood was relevant. like that's what I'm saying because he was like balling for a month in Detroit too. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. saying. Christian Wood's actually good. Blake Griffin isn't. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's what I should fair. have mentioned. That's what I should have led with. Fair. fair. <laughs> I was gonna okay, say. Okay, okay. Let's uh. Give me, no, go ahead, yeah, Liam. give me one more. I was going to say, it's kind of interesting how our two guys are linked like that. Like, since Wood left Grant, like, if Wood didn't leave, if Detroit actually was smart and re-signed him, like, neither yeah. of them probably would have the value that they have right now. Yeah, because, yeah, well, Jeremy Grant maybe there. wouldn't have went to Detroit then, because he was a free agent yeah. and he signed this past yeah. season, so who knows where he would have went. He wouldn't be having this value if yeah. he re-signed with Denver, that's for sure. Yeah. Detroit, oh, yeah. Detroit <laughs> is a playground, a fantasy playground. <laughs> for, for not very good well traditionally not very good players grant's yeah. all right but definitely probably not this the player that of stats that he's putting up right now yeah very true. yeah for sure anyways all right so now we're gonna we're, yeah we're gonna move on to our uh our boy our bust of the year um <laughs> so boy. this is basically someone <laughs> i love the i love these uh, acronyms um so uh, this is basically someone who we kind of projected high in our own boards or I guess the consensus thought he was going to be really good this season. And just for one reason or the other, he just wasn't. And kind of in my definition, it was someone who really kind of hurt you fantasy wise because you thought he was going to be so good and he just didn't pan out to be that way. Um, so we'll go with you, Liam. Um, who is your boy? 
Uh, my boy <laughs> is my boy and our boy from the preseason, Dan. And it's Yusuf Nurkic, who is hugely oh my God. disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say I I had him as well. I had him as our, our, uh, our yeah. boy. God damn. Yeah, it works out because yeah, he ahead. was our boy and now he's yeah. our boy. Um, But so, and I know yeah. he's been injured, which like I said, the last one, I'm trying to dis- exclude yeah, injuries. But yeah, here it is. I don't care. In per game value, this isn't with injuries. This isn't total value. Per game value before yeah. he went down, he was the 162nd ranked player. Um, oh, gosh. So a 14th round man. player, if you're in a 12 team league, which is, is the and draft doesn't you, and even go down where and you drafted him probably yeah. late second, probably like third, third round, round, fourth round. Yeah. 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 Like depending on how you view him. Yeah. Viewed him. Yeah. So I was so Especially, fired up for this guy. He was insane yes, in the bubble. He was putting up like yeah. 20, that, that's, 15, a, that's the worst part. Three steals, yeah. two blocks in the bubble. I was, I was salivating. He, he debated us. Yeah. He debated us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why I think it was like so tough for like, that's why we're so high on him because we saw like, I mean, we didn't, we didn't take bubble like for too much, but we just thought like, oh, he's healthy. He's back. Like he's not going to produce bubble numbers, but he'll at least do something. Yeah. And he just, yeah. And we, well, I think, nothing. I think in part that you guys are so high on him. That's why as well. Like, um, yeah, that's why I think sure. it kind of impacted yeah. your, your, your bus pick too. Yeah. But in, in in our defense, I don't. There's no reason we shouldn't have been high on them. Like I don't. I don't care what anyone says. Like you could say, "Oh, Daniel Liam, you're stupid." But there's no reason you shouldn't have not been high on him. Like there's fair enough. Yeah. There's no indication, no injury. Like he was fine going into it. Like he's a like he produced like incredible value before even before the bubble. So it just didn't make sense. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he. Uh, but continue, Liam. We, well, no, continue. yeah, I was gonna say Before we. Yeah, I'm getting riled up. We uh, we kind of cautioned with some of the players like don't have bubble goggles, but I guess yeah. the bubble goggles <laughs> were too powerful yeah. on their kitchen. <laughs> they uh, they definitely yeah. inf- inflicted me. I w- I had some bubble goggles, and yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Big disappointment. Hopefully, he comes back and like even still, he's gonna come back. He's gonna be on a minutes limit. He'll be sitting out back to back. So yeah. it's kind of a wasted season for him if you drafted him in the second Another, third yeah, fourth yeah, round sure. whatever and it's kind of it's going to be tough to win your league if you drafted Nurkic to be honest yeah which really sucks yeah no for for sure and just to give like some context to that so like he played I think 12 games or 13 games something like that and um in his per game basis he averaged mm, 48.5 yeah. percent uh from field goal 55 percent from free throw oh, yikes. 0. 0.33s 9.8 points 7.7 rebounds yeah that's bad 2.8 assists 0.9 steals, 0.9 blocks, and 1.9 turnovers. We ex- At least he didn't lose your turnovers. We expected those to be like 20 points, <laughs> you're double, 12 rebounds. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, double, yeah. double. Over like a, a steal and a half, two blocks maybe. And yeah, just yeah, <laughs> ugly, 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 ugly. Bad. Yeah, really bad. But yeah, Andre. So Andre, so hopefully, I mean, I'm assuming you didn't get on Nurkic because you you weren't on the train. I, I mean, yeah, right and, now, I, and I and I so I was looking over the list and I was kind of. Um, I kind of strayed away from like season ending injuries because I wanted to kind of get like a bus that people can potentially like still have on their team. So nice. I kind of went in the route of um, your guys going to love this one. I picked my bus to be Russell Westbrook. So I'm going <laughs> to, oh, <laughs> yeah. so let me, t- I'll, I'll tell you why. For me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, why. No. So like for players, oh, you, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't have to tell us why. Right? <laughs> you for players, for players in standard, <laughs> for players in standard leagues that like are drafting every year, you're, you, you, the ADP for Russell Westbrook was around 22. So like, right, like uh, 22, cool. you're, you're kind of getting, and right now he's ranked at 193. Yeah. He missed games because of injury. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah, he missed <laughs> he missed games because of injury, so it impacts his rank. But like he's still like people are yeah. still rostering him, right? Like no one's dropping Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So I think like that's a huge minus to people's fantasy rosters. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of like without season any injuries, he's still impacting your team by being on the IR. If you only have one slot, that's huge for your like your team because you're you're basically rostering like two other injuries probably due to COVID mm-hmm. or regular injuries. And yeah, his numbers are like just on paper, they're pretty decent still, like 19.9 points, 8.9 assists, 9 rebounds, 0.8 steals. But, like, his percentages are not great. And he's not getting you many threes. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, to Dan, I say, they're terrible. So, like, if you're not, if you're not, like, I, I kind of base it on, like, at the beginning of the season, you're hoping, like, Russell Westbrook essentially carries your team. Because on other, and on, on standard drafts, you're, you're drafting from the ground up, right? You're not keeping keepers that can help your team out or whatnot. So for me, Russell Westbrook in that capacity was a bust for this year, and I think I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll turn it around. I think he's going to continue what he's going to rest back to backs, which like uh, ruins your your weeks as well. And um, mm-hmm. and I think his numbers will stay the same. I don't think they'll they'll get any better. So that my bust is Russell Westbrook. It's like it's like you know like those like sound effects and like movies and TVs where you like rewind all the way and then they like continue talking from where they like left off. That's kind of like how I'm feeling right now. Like if we rewind like two, three weeks ago when I was telling Andres that Russell Westbrook is so bad this year and he was like defending him and now we Whoa, just got okay. to Clearly clear you didn't, you clear you didn't listen to my argument because I'd say what? for standard drafts, like right for, we, we already went over this. Like Russell Westbrook only helps yeah. me out in three categories that I need to win my league. This, I'm talking about just strictly standard drafts of people thinking Russell Westbrook is almost winning you leagues. He wasn't going to win my league. I already but, mentioned that. I already, I already said that he wasn't going to. No, no, to. but... I said he's only yeah, giving the categories. He's a, I but he's need. a bad fantasy player. He's a bad fantasy player. He's not. He's not about. a bad fantasy player. I'm saying for where the ADP for where you people draft. You said him. he's 193. Yeah, because <laughs> what do you mean he's not a bad because, fantasy because player. injuries. He missed like almost half his games already because of injury, and no one's dropping him. Because and he's, he's not season like ending. three categories. <laughs> okay, there's no argue, there's no so, arguing there. Here, let me let me step Liam in here because you guys yeah. you guys are both right because I'm looking at his Z scores in certain categories and. Dre's right. In assists, he's a 2.54 Z score, which means the standard guy, like your average NBA player is one. So mm-hmm. he's more than double uh, two and a half times what a, a standard guy is for assists. He's 1.29 uh, above, sorry, I guess 2.54 above the standard guy, 1.29 positive Z score for rebounds, 0.63 for points. But on the flip side, he's negative 3.5 in turnovers negative 2.2 in free throw, negative 1.64 in field goal. So he absolutely yeah. slaughters you in some in some uh, categories, but he helps you in yeah. some categories. So Dre's point is valid that he helps Dre in certain categories, but yeah. to the average guy who's like exactly. who doesn't have a team built like Dre, it's a he's, bus, 100%. he's more he's more trouble than he's worth and he's a huge bust. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, 100%. And the, but that's why I said you're just a bad fantasy player. That's all I was saying. And I'd that's say, what I was I'd like, say, yeah. Kind of going on just about. Yeah. He's a bad fantasy player. That's what, what, he, what he is. Yeah, like, that's my. Like, he might help my, you in three categories, but he's a bad that's fantasy my, player. That's my bust for the year. And I think other people will definitely be on that level in, in our other leagues as well. Yeah, he's yeah, Imagine drafting him like 20 something and then oh, you just God. like literally get that. Or, stuff from or him. imagine, imagine be, being like, like oh crying. man, he's on the Wizards now. He's going to be sick. You know what? I'm going to reach for him at 12. And like and like, and, and and like you're missing out on like Tatum, yeah. like uh, like and the, real, like all these like amazing. And the, and the worst players. part is that a lot of people, a lot of people don't even like look at percentage wise. They kind of just look at those like few like points, assists, and rebounds because those are like kind of the sexy ones that everyone looks at. And then they just and then so like they're probably like, oh like I'll hang on to him for a little bit. I'll give him a chance because he's producing so, three categories. But if you're in a nine cat league, that's like 
and he's losing you three and winning and like not even I wouldn't even say he's winning you three. Maybe he'll win you assists, but like he just like it's just such a bad like kind of trap because you look at those sexy sexy stats and he's like producing so well, but then you're not looking at like how much he's losing you in the like the other ones. So which is like kind of unfortunate for like the average or not I wouldn't even say average for like basically fantasy players everywhere whoever drafted him like at such a high level, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Yeah, I agree with but you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you came to your senses, Andres. I really appreciate it. I think that's very a, 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 a refreshing take for everyone. <laughs> Dan, do you have another? Do you have anyone, or were you solely on Nurkic? No, no, I was solely on Nurkic. Um, I didn't really like that. That was like the first one that just popped into my head, and I was like, I have to write that down. I know injury, like, I, like he's probably coming back this season, but I know injuries, um, really affected him. But I just we couldn't get over the fact that like when he was here, when he was like supposedly healthy he was just not producing anything and that's what kind of like really killed me because um we were so high on him and i always wanted to i was like on the nurkic bandwagon i was like he's gonna be so good this year um but yeah it just didn't pan out um like you said injuries are part of fantasy but i'm not even i'm not even like mad at it mad at the fact that he's injured i'm just mad at the fact that he produced so poorly when he wasn't injured and supposedly healthy yeah so that's why he was that's why he was my my boy of the my boy for sure the other yeah, ones a, I had, my my honorable yeah, mentions were uh, were another one of my guys that I was happy to draft in like fourth fifth round was Lamarcus Aldridge, who's been yeah, garbage this my, season. That was on, he was on my list too. Yeah, I also yeah. I also and to I don't want to pile on Andre, but I had Draymond Green on there too because he's, hey, he's uh, picking he's, it up though. He is he's picking, picking it up. up. That's why that's why up. I wasn't. But he's still yeah. ranked in per game value, still 151. Yeah. Um, which is rough, but he is picking it up lately. Um, yeah. and those are the guys, yeah, those are the guys I had. It seems like it seems a common trend though. It seems like when Liam kind of craps on my players, they start picking it up. So <laughs> I honestly, I welcome Liam. I welcome all the criticism that you have against my players. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You better hope you got to hope <laughs> for <right>. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. So, okay. Now, that was a very entertaining one, but let's move on to something I think might be more of a consensus, but let's be a little surprise here, but let's go to our rookie of the year for fantasy wise. So, um, I guess Andres, we'll start off with you. Who was your yeah. rookie? Of, who's your rookie of the year so far? Fantasy. So this is, um, I kind of took everything into consideration here as well. I took, I took in consideration mm-hmm. where he was going to get drafted and what he's producing now. And so my, mm-hmm. my, this is going to maybe surprise you. Because I'm sure you guys might have the same, but I picked Tyrese Halliburton as my mm-hmm. rookie of the year. So okay. he was basically drafted in like the last two rounds of fantasy, according to on average, mm-hmm. according to Yahoo. And he's right now he's kind of like he's not far from Lamelo in terms of stats. So right now he's has 12, 12 points. He's averaging twelve points, three point six um, boards, five point four assists. Uh, 1.2 steals and 0.7 blocks, shooting 45 percent from the field and 87 percent from free throw. So like those stats are like pretty good in comparing to Lamelo because I think Lamelo is like 12, six and six. So like and comparing where you dra- probably drafted Lamelo to comparing where you drafted Tyrese Halliburton, I think Halliburton brings in um, a lot of value because you might have gotten a piece um, similar to what Lamelo is kind of offering you in fantasy at where he was drafted in his round, and then Tyrese kind of just adds way more value from the 12th round. So that's why I had Tyrese Halliburton as my rookie of the year for um, fantasy. All right. So that's actually a really good show. Um, yeah. Like for, I guess I was so blinded by the person I'm going to pick, but that's really like, I didn't look too much into Ty- Tyrese Halliburton, but uh, yeah, that's a, 
in terms of like where you got them from and um compared to like someone like Lamelo, who i guess would be the consensus rookie of the year i guess we'll see what liam has to say um but i think yeah i think that's a really good show um terry salaburn would definitely provide you that value late round and you're definitely I don't think at any point during the season you would have had any like urge to drop him because he's just been pretty consistent yeah. so far. Yeah, I have him in one of my other Yahoo leagues, and um, he's actually been great, a great pick. I don't think anyone drafted him because I think it's only a 12, and I think no one really had faith in him. But um, <clears throat> me and V will actually picked him up at, like right in the beginning, week one of our, our fantasy season, and he's paying off so far. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so Liam, who'd you, who'd you have as your uh, rookie of the year? Um, well, I have LaMelo Ball. I didn't want to overthink yeah. it. But Dre makes a great yeah. point because actually in per game value, Halliburton is 44 right now and LaMelo's 58. So Tyrese, he's a there little less flashy, but Give he's, the stats, uh, Liam. he's a very solid contributor. Um, I'm still going with LaMelo because I think he's just going to get even better um, yeah. throughout the season. Uh, I want. I was expecting to be given this award to Killian Hayes, but that didn't quite work out for my team. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, and to think I could have drafted Halliburton instead of Hayes this year in our keeper league kind of hurts. Yeah. But um, so you could have drafted a, reason, lot more, a lot of players ahead of uh, Killian yeah, Hayes. Yeah, 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 yeah honestly. Just thinking about rookies. Yeah. Um, but I can't even say anything because I was on the Killian Hayes train too. So I can't. I can't even. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Hayes will come good, but. And then it'll come good for some, someone else's fantasy team, not mine. Um, <laughs> so maybe for that reason, I'm holding that grudge against Halliburton. I'm giving this to, uh, to LaMelo Ball. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair. fair. <laughs> so, yeah. So I had LaMelo Ball too. Um, I'm on the LaMelo Ball train because um, y'all know Stefan, we had him on the pod, were kind of uh, shitting on me for kind of holding true to LaMelo. Um, I think, like Liam said, I think he's just going to get better. Um, as the season progresses because he didn't start a lot of the games and he was like limited minutes. So I think he's just going to get better. He's starting now. He's putting up a lot of uh, good stats. And uh, okay, Andre's already read some to you, but um, I think Andre, you mentioned he had around 12 stats. So LaMelo actually has 14, is averaging 14.6 oh, okay. points per game. Yeah. So it's a little bit more than Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, six rebounds. So it's a little bit more. Tyrese is um, actually getting, what would you say, 87% or 88% from the free throw line? Yeah, it's 87, yeah. 87, yeah. And Lamelo's getting, uh, like, if you round up, 79.7, so around 80% from free throw. So, which is actually better than I thought he he was uh, averaging free throw. Because Alonzo. So, a bit of surprise. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I think Lamelo's still my rookie of the year. Um, I know a lot of people, I've been, I was in a lot of drafts where people kind of just only probably knew Lamelo Ball from the draft because they don't really follow college basketball that much or anything like that. And he was obviously the biggest name. Um, so, he was, I think, over... I think in the beginning he was drafted, um, he was overdrafted, like he was going way higher than I thought he was supposed to. Um, but yeah, I think he right now he's kind of go- going to like living up to that name. He's putting up pretty good stats all around. Um, he's not really killing you in any any category. Even turnovers, he's only getting two point six. So as someone who gets a six assists, that's pretty good. So um, one point yeah, five Lamella Ball is my too. rookie of the year. One point five steals. Yeah, one point five really steals. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Is. Yeah, so. But the, I actually expected that from Lamelo, to be honest, because he's a very smart player. He's lanky, and he's like very long. Yeah, very long. So, um, I think, I think Lamelo Ball is my fantasy player rookie. He's going to be my fantasy player rookie of the year. And but Tyrese Halliburton is a really good show too. So, um, yeah. and, but to think, I think a lot of people because and a lot of people were on the Wiseman train very, very, very early. Yeah. yeah. Because he was playing really good for that first like week or two. Um. And I think so. A lot of people were on the Wiseman train, but I didn't. I don't think Liam, you 
who did you have? I think you had Melo Ball too, right? As rookie of the year, not fans rookie of the year, just yeah, rookie yeah. of the year. Yeah. So I think we didn't we didn't really fall for that because well, Wiseman. Um, I think he's just, been injured of late, so it's kind of hard to. He, I think he only missed like a couple, yeah. like it's coming coming on two weeks, and and like mm-hmm. it was yeah, it was very skewed. I think because the Golden State Warriors were really bad, so it was just basically getting mm-hmm. given minutes uh, or given ball time to Wiseman in the last like eight minutes of every fourth quarter because they were just getting blown out. So yeah. Um, but then again, I guess you can say the same thing as Lamelo. Is he getting the ball in his hands because it's Lamelo? So, well, I mean, like, he, he's starting now, right? So yeah, it's not. I don't think it's because. Of, I guess you can argue if like Wiseman was getting the ball in his hands as much as Lamelo was, maybe he'd be averaging the same numbers. But it's all about circumstance, right? Yeah, especially a lot of it. Yeah, and I think like you t- you said, and I think Leah mentioned this really early too when we were on the pod. Like Wiseman was getting a lot of garbage time and a, like just a beneficiary of getting a blowouts. Yeah. And a lot of people were seeing that. Yeah, like, oh, was. Wiseman's going to be so good. But which yeah. is, it's so, so, it should still count, though. Like, you should still, like, it should still count towards stats. It should still count towards, like, it still counts it towards stats. But it's but not, it but, but because, be, because, yeah, it, yeah exactly. True. Because it was just a short sample size or a small sample size that, like, you can't really judge off that. Um, and, and if you, if you are a very productive player, you're going to be productive when you're either getting blown out or when you're still in the game, which is like what LaMelo is doing, essentially. That's why he's averaging these numbers. He's averaging. Yeah. Well, to, to, um, I guess to his offense, um, Steph Curry is like handling the ball a lot more. Same with Draymond. So like, it's tough to it's tough to like compare, but you have to because it's they're all rookies, right? So, um, mm-hmm. it's opportunity, right? Lamelo has the opportunity, and Charlotte he's taking advantage of it. So, yeah, for sure. So yeah, so those are rookie of the years. Um, I think all of them are definitely worthy of that title. The two that we mentioned. So, uh, let's move on to the uh, waiver pickup of the years, the Wapoy. <laughs> start off with the Wapoy. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start off first because uh, I guess I haven't started off yet. Um, I'm gonna kick it off with uh, Darius Garland as my Wapoy because Garland. his av- yeah because his ADP was 138, um, and his average draft round was 12, 12.3. So you could have drafted him as one of your last choices, or you could have slipped through the cracks and not been. So if you picked him up, most likely you would have picked him up in the first week if if no one drafted him. So if you picked him up the w- first week or two. Um, you would have got an absolute steal. So he was kind of my, I know it's kind of dodgy and on the line, but he's like the standout player for my Wapoy award. Um, he's averaging 45.5 um, field goal percentage, 89.3 from the line, 1.7 three-pointers, 15.6 points, um, 5.4 assists, only 2.3 rebounds, but he's a guard, so that's okay. 0.9 steals, 0.2 blocks, and only 2.5 turnovers, which is really good for a guard. So, um. Yeah, so the, I think he's my Wapoy, and I think whoever, if you were had the foresight really early to draft him, good on you. Not a lot of people did, but in a standard 12-team league with nine cats, it wasn't a for sure thing. So if you picked him up the first two weeks, congratulations, you got yourself an absolute steal. Um, but Andres, well, who did you have as your Wapoy for this year? Yeah, so I didn't have Garland because I drafted him, so I kind of thought, I figured that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. everyone and had also, the inside. Also, everyone had the inside. I did so, but apparently they didn't. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're also in a fourteen-team league, so which makes it even better for me. Uh, moving on, I think we. I'm mentioning a player that I think. So I had two. So one of them was uh, kind of picked up a knock and has been out for quite a while. So um, I kind of leaned towards the other one, and I think he's mentioned already in this podcast. But Jordan Clarkson would probably be my pickup of the of the year just because as a six man, I don't think a lot of people expected a lot of Jordan Clarkson coming this year, but as a six man, he's producing uh 17.7 points, 4.3 uh, 
Rebounds, 2.0 assists, 0.8 steals, 0.3 blocks, and only 1.0 turnover. So I think that brings a lot of value up, and it's a huge like roster starter um, in a 12-team to 14-team lead. Like you get, and you picking him up from the waiver early, if you caught him, is a huge win. And the other player that I was going to mention was DeAndre Hunter, because he's a borderline like top 50 player until he went down with an injury. And he was going almost uh, similar to what Jordan Clarkson was going into some stats, into the stats, uh, 17.2, 5.4, 2.2, and rebounds, assists, and points. So that was going to be my first shout-out, but he's picked up the injury bug. So I kind of went back to Jordan Clarkson, and I think he it was a great pickup for whoever picked him up. And he's like a top 75 player currently. So Yeah, and, and according you. to Yahoo, De- De- DeAndre Hunter, was uh, his average draft pick was around 142, so around the 12 to 13 round if you had 13 spots in your roster. but um yeah so that's a would would have been a really good show a lot of people probably wouldn't have drafted him because he was in atlanta and so many people um atlanta just acquired a lot of players so yeah 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 you guys just took mine that is my uh my wapoy you know that video of the surfer guy who's like yeah and then i hit the wave wapoy that's what that reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I have De- DeAndre Hunter. I think that's a great shout, Dre. His, yeah, you're, before he went down um, and his per game value was ranked number 49. So a top 50 player. And I looked at our league. He wasn't even drafted in our league, which is, I'd say, a competitive 14 team league. Um, and like yes, you said, Dan, lots of. Uh, I think I think everyone was drafted in our league. Essentially. Yeah, seriously. Uh, lots of guys. Um, or sorry, lots of players moving to Atlanta in the mm-hmm. offseason thought he would, there were some people saying he'd be the odd man out um, and wouldn't be playing too mm-hmm. much. And he's been, he's been exceptional. Dre listed his counting stats, but also 87, 88% free throw shooting this season, yeah. which is a huge Great. improvement from him. 50% yeah. from the field. Um, yeah. He's been knocking down shots. Don't know how sustainable it is with those percentages, but Hey, he, yeah, uh, he's, I been, mean, he's improved he's considering like, Coming out of Virginia, the experts were saying that he's not a shooter and he can't shoot, and he's there for yeah, strictly he's defensive defense. purposes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, good on DeAndre for for picking up his uh, his stats this season, and hopefully he can come back on the court and continue. Maybe not to what Liam was saying in terms of field goal percentage, but I think he can keep up close to if anything. For sure. Yeah. Honestly, like that's a good show because unlike kind of like Garland, um, DeAndre Hunter wasn't someone who's like sexy. For I, I don't think uh, for sure I don't think a lot of people drafted DeAndre Hunter to be like quite frank I don't think a lot of people did at all so he was for sure out there for you in the in the waiver and he's not like like I said he's not a sexy name or anything like that so um um yeah I think that would that's a really good show and for, I, had, um, I had one more honorable mention as well I had one more person um that kind of was a beneficiary of the uh, Nurkic injury and it was Ennis Cantor he's been uh, quietly giving yeah fantasy rosters some production. With uh, Nurkic's absence, and I think that that would have been a big, um, big pickup as well. If you're kind of maybe even thinking that Nurkic was going to go down, or if you had him as a backup Speaking in case, yeah, handcuffed. Yeah. So that that's a good that's a good roster side. He's like he's like bordering top seventy five currently, and I think it'll just keep up for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, good shots. Okay, so let's move on to our soy. So soy. it's our steal of the year. So this is someone basically that you drafted either late or even like a couple rounds off, like if but be producing greater value than what we all expected or you expected. Um, so we'll start off with you, Liam. 
Who was your sort? But this person, remember, this person has to be like most likely be drafted. You can't get like a waiver yeah. pickup who's like really good now that we mentioned. He had to be drafted most on most leagues. Um, so Liam, who's your soy? Yeah, no, this is where I have, uh, and Dre already mentioned this, is where I had Jeremy Grant. I was, de- I was deciding on whether to put him as most improved or steal, but yeah, yeah. I think Grant so was. I, yeah, I agree with you, Liam. Yeah. Um, I had him as well. So, but you continue. I just want to say like we, we both had the same one. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he was generally like a late round pick, especially in 12 team leagues. In our league, he was a late round pick in a 14 team league, wasn't kept. Yeah. So, so, um, his, uh, his ADP, ADP was, was 95 and his average round was around like eight between eight and ninth round yeah and he's been like a second third round player he's producing so like tw- 25 25 to like 30 value yeah. in fantasy right yeah. now so Top 30. so yeah if you're getting that with one of your late picks then that's that could be a league winner league winning draft pick right there yeah 100 percent um mm-hmm. is he on rabsky's team in our league Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, oh my god. I, th- I think no Rabsky, I'm pretty sure Rabsky kept him, no? No, uh, Rabsky drafted him. No, I think he drafted him. No wonder no, Rabsky's no. so good in our league, man. That was that's a hell of a draft pick and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. another guy I could have had over uh over Hayes. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair. So yeah, I, I wanna you basically said everything I was gonna say, Liam. Um I had Jeremy Grant as well as my steal steal of the year. Um just basically those numbers that we mentioned before when I just had them for his MIP. And then, um, yeah, and the basically where you would you would have drafted him compared to what he's doing now, he's basically doing <coughs> performing second or third round value. And if you drafted him eighth round, that's like amazing. So, um, yeah. So Andres, who's uh who is your soy? So I'm kind of going veering off. Um, I guess because I already had Jeremy Grant as most approved, but um, I'm actually gonna go with I don't know if you guys took this in consideration at all, but I'm gonna go with Scary Terry actually. If you guys yeah. looked at Terry Rozier's, um, <laughs> he was stats. he was a oh, he was a name that I was monitoring, and uh, yeah, I couldn't bring I mean, myself to do it because of how bad he's been in the past. But he, you're right, Dre. Yeah. Go ahead. But I'm telling you, like he's so. If you guys, if you guys looked into it a little bit, they he was drafted, projected to draft, or he was drafted on average between the 11th and 12th round, and now he's producing top 50 value. He has 20. He's yeah. averaging 20 points. 7.4 assists, three rebounds, 0.8. So statistics is not for st- the defense is not great, but 0.8 steals and 0.9 blocks, shooting 49% from the field. So like I know a lot of people didn't p- want to draft Harris yet because Lamelo's getting into Charlotte and they thought he was going to take mm-hmm. all his production. Sure. But if you if you took yeah. a chance on Terry in the late in, the, in your late draft, you're getting your absolute steal right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think like he he can he's producing absolute value for you for where you drafted, and he. I, like I know from previous years, he was like inflated because he was only on handling the ball. But I think it goes to show that Terry Rozier actually has a little stake in Charlotte, and he's getting the volume that he's getting. And it might take a little dip if Lamelo gets more involved. But it seems right now Devontae Graham is the only one kind of taking yeah, the hit taking on Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. I think it's it's I think the production's still there, going to be there for the rest of the season. And that's my steal steal of the year. I think Terry Rozier really deserves this one. Jeremy Grant as well, um, but yeah, Terry Rozier is my pick. Thank you. Yeah, Terry yeah, Rozier no. is is shooting forty nine percent from the field. That is very unlike Terry Rozier. It's yeah. not a Terry yeah. Rozier thing to do, but <laughs> yeah, good for I him, think it man. might be in part because he doesn't have to take yeah. those shots. Essentially, like he's kind of maybe running oh, off screens sure. now yeah, more than exactly. often. Like he, he doesn't have to him. force the issue. So I think whoever has them mm-hmm. in our league, I'm not sure. I think it might be either Reed or Dallas. I'm not sure, but. They're getting huge, huge numbers from Terry. The, the rookie of the year making everyone better. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also had another right. I have a note. I'm surprised Liam didn't say yes as well because he was on the right mindset of going from like fourth 
to and fifth round to top 25 value. And I'm surprised you didn't really pick Miles Turner, uh, Liam. I don't know if you're looking at that at all, but I know you gave a shot for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at Miles Turner because, yeah, he's been in a per-game value. He is 12, guys. So that's awesome. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Those blocks are ridiculous. Yeah. Wins you a week. Yeah, easily. he could. He is also a good show for most improved player. Yeah, his uh, his guess his Z score for blocks, guess what it is? Uh, Four. It's 5.05. No, Oh yeah, yeah. no. Nope. He's probably first in the league. Oh, he sure, is. Right? His his block score yeah. is the is the highest dead score of any category in any player. So Miles Turner blocks so, wait, so is the, the single yeah. most valuable fantasy thing in Shit. of any player. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Liam, do you want to just uh, tell the listeners what his dead score? Yeah, is? so that means, and I kind of butchered it a little bit before, but basically, a standard Z score is like the average. So average blocks in the league is I don't know what what it would be mm-hmm. for an average player, probably like zero point six or something. Um, and so if a player has a Z score of zero in a category, that means he's pure average. So he's not helping your team. He's not hurting your team. Um, right, right. Okay. okay. So yeah. So when we were talking about Westbrook earlier, he's negative 3.5. So he's, I guess that means like, uh, 4.5 times worse than the average player in terms of turnovers. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah, Miles Turner's Z score in blocks is 5.05, which means he's, and that's this. That's me. He's six, six point zero five times, I guess, better than uh, than the average player in blocks. So that's actually yeah. that's actually wild. Uh, that's actually crazy. His blocks, that. his block yeah. Z score is uh, is the best. It's it's the most impactful fantasy stat of any player, which is incre- incredible. That's crazy. And it's not even yeah. close. Like, there's no one. There's no one else that's over four in anything. Wow. Yeah, that's actually incredible. That's, that's I'm, incredible. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm surprised you didn't pick him or even give him a shout. Yeah, I should I, I should have at least given him a shout. Um, but he's I don't know. Yeah, the the blocks is really really holding up his value. So he'll basically win you blocks. Um, yeah. But his Z's like his other Z scores are it's only point four three in rebounds, point four two in steals, point four two in field goal. So he's helping out a little bit in the lots and then a major in blocks. So that kind of keeps his uh his value mm. up whereas cj is 3.01 in threes 1.73 in in uh in points 0.93 in steals uh cj's even 0.88 in turnovers so he's not turning the ball over so cj is kind yeah. of a little bit more well-rounded um, he's always reliable but, with the ball but yeah miles turner is uh and slim duck i want to give my shout out to chris boucher too yeah, yeah. top 50 value that's a good show as well. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. been very up and down. It's it's like because uh, yeah, yeah, because I think Nurse is uh is kind of yeah. um, figure, it's all based matchup on the dependent. matchup plays him right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you can kind of uh, have to though. He's but, so skinny. Yeah, <laughs> Boucher, yeah, you do. But Boucher, yeah, he'll have games with like twenty three points with like five threes, six blocks. So he's he's a fantasy unicorn a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and then I guess that kind of recaps a lot of like the. I mean, I don't want to say minor, but like we're, we'll move on to the big award, which I have to nominate myself as executive of the year for fantasy wise. I have to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're really, you're really looking pretty out of 10, <laughs> 10 out of 14 uh, team. Yeah. We, uh, I, I thought we, I thought um, Dan was going to mention his waiver wire pickup. I, I saw he just picked up Frank Kaminsky. thought maybe that would be a, a waiver wire pickup. <laughs> give him a show. I, I give him a show. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to give my, my boy Frank Kaminsky from the Wisconsin Badgers, Austin's boy. Um, I had to pick him up for rebounds this week, so I had to do a cheeky, <laughs> cheeky one gamer. Yeah, 
He did not produce. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, but for real, for real, we'll we'll move on to the, the ultimate award, which is our fantasy season prediction for fantasy season MVP, early, early MVP. Um, we'll go with you, Andres. Who was your early, early fantasy, fantasy MVP? MVP? Uh, for me, it was between two players, but I am led towards uh, Nikola Jokic. Um, he's okay. my MVP of the season, not only because he's a big that can is averaging. I'm sure Liam can pull up the Z scores on this one, but oh, yeah. averaging more assists than most <laughs> guards in the league. Um, he's averaging 26.7 points, 11.3 boards, 8.6 assists, 1.6 steals, and 0.6 blocks. Um, and I think he's even averaging 1.43s a game. So I think like he's giving you value everywhere. Maybe not blocks, mm-hmm. but in terms of like any other statistic that you need, he's he's, he's bringing in uh, day in and day out, and he's almost I think in the beginning through like 15 games he was averaging a triple double. So like just even the beginning of the season alone, he was winning you leagues or winning you weeks. So mine's Nikola Jokic um, as my MVP. And your best player in fantasy. Yeah, and he's oh, he's yeah. rostered yeah. on my in my in my team. Yeah, but, but there's no but, bias. Uh, has there. he been winning you? Has he been winning you uh, weeks, Andres? You're not doing too hot though, compared to what. Uh... Yeah, if, if anything, from... you're the worst. You're the worst uh, executive of the year because you have the best player and you're not winning the league. Well, according because well, like to Daniel, I'm sure Conley Towns coming up. So let's just save the let's save the banter for after. Yeah, you guys, you guys are you guys are lucky. Uh, Conley Towns wasn't completely healthy this season so far because he would have been. A consensus number one for uh, MVP right now, but that's okay. Well, we we want to give was him he, wait, 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 was he consensus last year? Uh, yeah, he was. Oh yeah, and you didn't even no, no, make, he he didn't even make playoffs the year before. The year before, and you didn't make playoffs both year years. No, he was injured. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. I'm okay. not trolling. Who's not trolling. <laughs> next? Um. Okay, so Liam, you can go ahead and who's your um MVP? Well, I got to back up Dre, guys. He uh, Jokic yeah. is. Based on the stats, he is the best fantasy player, and it's not even that close. So I'll give you his Z scores for his his categories. Uh, Mm -hmm. He has points. He's 1.73, so he's 1.7 worth of a a player. Um, So almost two average players in points. Uh, 2.22. Sorry, Liam, in in context, um, so how good is 1.73 compared to like... So that means like... The average player. Like, like, give me like another player that's like maybe like he's, like, a, like, he's, he's essentially like double d- double uh, the average player. Essentially. Yeah. So okay. Right, yeah. Right. Actually, maybe to start it off, I'll explain it like this: his his Z score total value is zero point nine eight, which means it's pretty much one. Which would mean that like two average players, he he's worth two average players, which doesn't sound like much, but it's like if Dre had. <laughs> A team full of Jokic's, then he could beat he or he could be very close to beating uh, a two whole fantasy teams just yeah. with Jokic. <laughs> That's crazy. I, that, That's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if I, I'm making sense by explaining that, but yeah, he's basically no, that makes, two that players. That makes all sense. He's yeah, two I'm players in one. Everyone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, and so the next highest, and <laughs> this is gonna please Dan, is and, and this isn't per game value. <clears throat> excuse me. Is that Carl Anthony Towns is zero point seven nine. So he's wow. a player and 79% of another player. Um, but Jokic is, is wow. first by 0.21. So he's way ahead. 1.73 in mm-hmm. points, 2.22 in rebounds, 2.4 in assists. That's actually his biggest, uh, 
his biggest Zed score, Dre. One point seven two in steals. He's point. He's actually above. He's not even hurting you in blocks. He's point zero three, which obviously isn't very big, but uh, 2.23 in, in field goal, 0.73 in, in free throw. The only thing he hurts you in is, is turnovers, which is to be expected from which such a high usage yeah. player. And you're yeah. obviously, you're obviously living How with many that. is he averaging? Um, he's averaging 3.5 turnovers. Which is not okay, that's not, that's not, ter- that's not terrible either. No. Like for someone who the ball goes through a lot, that's not like terrible. No, it's not terrible. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's uh he's been incredible and I know it's like he wasn't even he's he's far from the consensus number one player at the start of the season too, right? Like he was a he was a first round pick obviously, but he's probably a he was mid like, to late he's probably mid first to late. round pick. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So mm-hmm. to see him that far above his his peers is uh his peers. is 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 exceptional. So he's got to be the player yeah. of the year for me. Hopefully Dan has something crazy to say just for the sake of uh yeah, <laughs> of something a little bit different. <laughs> All right, so my my player of the year is Ben. Sim- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, my, so my player of the year is uh, Steph Curry. Um, I had him as my MVP. Yeah, I think um, what he's like, he probably was gonna be probably early first. So he's obviously not um, in terms of like, I guess value because you would be picking later in the second, as good as uh, Jokic would be. But I'm just gonna rattle off some stats for you. So. Um, he's average, his field goal percent is forty nine percent. Um, he's ninety three percent from free throw. For he's averaging five, like four point nine, but close to five threes a game. So easily wins you like could win you three pointers in a week. Um, he doesn't do it for me. Four, what am 20, I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you you have too many bigs. Yeah, that's why you're roster you're rostering Gobert. That's what, that was wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then uh, he's averaging twenty nine point nine points a game, five point four rebounds. 5.9 assists, 1.2 steals, obviously no blocks, 0.1, and only 3.3 turnovers for um, the, the amount like he gets in his hands. Because I guess he just he's a pure shooter. Um, yeah, so I think I think that like for me, Steph Curry, because he does so good in like every category and doesn't lose you any. Um, I think he was like kind of my MVP, and obviously, I guess just optic wise, he's like really enjoyable to watch. Um, but just fantasy wise, those numbers really impressed for me. Because like you're, you're already off the stats, and the only thing that really appealed to me was like the threes. Everything else, Jokic beats him in, other than like one point no, like, seven points. But but but, but think but for me, it's like think about like he's shooting like he's shooting almost 20, 20 shots a game, and he's getting forty nine percent from field goal. So that's like think about like that. Think about how much that brings you up. And on top of that, he's averaging five st- five uh, three pointers a game. So like. In terms of like just value of a player, if you're at putting up twenty around twenty like shots a game and you're getting half of them in, that's gonna bring up your field goal percentage exponentially compared to someone who and what do you think Jokic is getting is like? Fi- uh, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not like saying he's better like better than Jokic. Just for me, he's like that MVP level because he's averaging those sh- that shot those shots that field goal percentage and he's getting five threes a game. So like not only is he shooting a tougher percentage of shots like a three pointer because it's obviously like obviously lower going to be lower no matter what um, but he's averaging that in such a good rate that it's just going to produce so much value for you in like those categories but it, that's why for me but Jokic is averaging is averaging 56% from the field and he's shooting 18 times a game isn't that similar to what Steph is but more way more percentage no because he's, he's but he's getting one he's only getting one three pointer a game but like uh, that's but not, so my I'm point is like the he's, only threes the only thing Steph Curry's getting better on is threes 
No, no, but okay. I don't think you understand my point. So my point is that he's averaging a higher field goal percentage on tougher shots to make, which is hard to find in like the NBA. But, like, you're, but like, you're not going to find anyone though. who's it's averaging. Not it's not, we're not like just looking strictly on. And when I mean there. NBA is, I mean an NBA player in fantasy. But like fan- so, fantasy, what? Just because he takes harder shots means nothing. It, it means something because you're not going to find a player who's going to be averaging more than two, three, two or three three pointers made a game and averaging close to fifty percent from the field goal. So you're thinking, so point. you think that's more valuable than getting more assists, more rebounds? I'm not saying more. more I'm just saying for me, my my MVP. Like I'm not, I'm not comparing. I'm not saying but like you have to because. I'm not saying because Steph Curry is my MVP that no one else can be. Like I'm sure that there's like you have Joel Embiid, you have jo- Jokic, you have a lot of good players too. Like that fantasy wise, it could win you weeks. I'm just saying for me, it's going to be Steph Curry because of those like those stats really st- stood out to me because you're averaging so many shots a game and you're making so many and make putting up a stat that historically, if you have a lot of three pointers made, you're probably your field goal percentage is probably not going to be that good. Okay, it's probably going to be like maybe like 43, 44, and he's averaging close to 50. percent On top of that, he gets you like five five rebounds, five assists. And he doesn't get you that many turnovers for someone who handles a ball out. And he's averaging close to 30 points per game. So, so you'd so, rather have Steph Curry on your fantasy team why. than Nikola Jokic? Um, probably right now, like when, probably not. But I think, I think overall, when the season comes to an end, I think he's going to be because this is this is like we're not talking about like right now the first 20 games. That's who's our MVP. We're talking about who we think is going to be the MVP at the end of the season. But we're just projecting it, projecting, predicting now okay. who's. Like the MVP. So for me, an overall season, I think Steph Curry is going to maintain that because he's proven to maintain that. And I think that he's going to be the MVP for fantasy owners out there, whoever drafted him. So you're thinking you're thinking Nikola Jokic is going to take a uh, decrease in his prediction? I don't I don't think he's going to keep those averages up. No, I don't. Like I think he's still going to be really good. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think he's going to be keeping up what he's producing right now. I think his assists will go down a little bit. Eight point six is pretty hard to average the whole year as a big. I don't know what did he average last yeah. year. He was probably like seven. Won't go down. Uh, he averaged. He averaged last year seven. Yeah. 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 I don't think he's going to average that many, as many points either. Even steals could. For the whole could I agree, Dan. Jokic could yeah. slip slightly, but I still he's got a big enough lead. Well, I think point, points. I think. I think points. He keeps it up, if not doing better, because Jamal Murray's been like hindered with injuries this season. He's had a shoulder problem for like since basically coming into the season. So like, I don't, he's he's only really other scoring option in in uh, on Denver. So points wise, I think he stays the same. Assists. Could go down, I think, a little bit. Eight point six is high, but I mean, he was averaging a triple double, so like going down to eight point six. So is this is like a career high for points for him, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like it's high. grown a lot. It's so high. I don't think, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. Well, like, everyone is gonna have a career high. The team's the same, really. Like, I think Mike Michael Porter has been out a lot this season, and I think that's like maybe in due part, Jokic has been getting a lot of like more touches and and in terms of around the basket and more shots up. But because Michael Porter was putting, I don't know how many shots he was averaging, but I think it was like around thirteen to fourteen. He's putting up a lot of shots, and he and then he just kind of vanished because he was injured. So I think like in just it's only been twenty games, like what 20, 20 to thir- twenty five games. Yeah. So like I mean, it's a small sample size, but I just w- go for someone who's done it before and is obviously like I don't doubt Steph Curry. Like, does anyone doubt Steph Curry's production right now? Like, and think it's gonna go down? Probably not. Well, not on this, not on this war- not on this Warriors team. <laughs> yeah, unless he gets injured. So, of yeah, so that that's for me. He's my early early. MVP because I think he's going to end up Fair enough. being the MVP for a lot of people fantasy wise. Fair so, enough. Yeah. So that was my. So I think, but I think all of them like like Nikola Jokic is more than warranted to be uh to be MVP. He's producing great fantasy value and hopefully he keeps it up for Denver and for who you fantasy owners whoever own owns them because yeah like I said he was mid mid round value so he's doing a lot better than the Anthony Davis sorry Liam 
Um, and like the who else would it be drafted top than, deck? Yeah, Obviously, Compton Towns be, right now. Yanis. So yeah. So like it would been a, it's a good show. Whoever grabbed him, it might have been a blessing if you were mid mid to late round rather than the top four. A lot of people wanted him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So now that kind of concludes our fantasy awards. Uh, that kind of lasted a long time, but. It was definitely worth it because it was interesting to see who you guys had and just to give people perspective because a lot of people go through the fantasy season without even thinking of kind of how it started and to where we are now, like those memes. Was, like, how's it going? Yeah. How's, how's it going? Yeah. So, yeah. So now you guys kind of now have a little reference of how it's going if you have any of these players, whether bad or good. Yeah. If, you, if you pick someone from our boy column or from our soy column. Pour one out. Throwing so. out to the guy who has who drafted Westbrook in the second round, uh, Nurkic yeah. in the third yeah, round. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, <laughs> Nurkic in the third. Buy him a dr- buy yeah. him a drink. That's a big point. Buy him yeah. a drink. He needs one. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, with your yeah with your with his money that he he paid for the league. For <laughs> well, the I mean, that's saying you're gonna win, but just buy just out of your kindness, here, just buy him a drink. Yeah. True. Fair. Fair. All right. So, kind of now, let's move on to a little topic. Kind of run through this a little bit. Are uh, is college basketball matchups for the week um we we love to watch great games but we never actually kind of put our prediction in we kind of just talk about how, how teams are doing so i kind of now this is where we put our names to what we think uh team's gonna do for the week so we will be we'll be liable it'll be there i'm just gonna make a another entertaining post for this week ba- based on what we predicted um so you guys could either chirp us not chirp us and see what you guys say a lot of you guys have been commenting too we appreciate the feedback and we love to talk to you guys so We'll start off with the first game of the week that we ha- kind of had. We did most of the teams that are ranked. Uh, we did a couple a couple meme ones because Liam won throwing a Kentucky one there. I don't know why, but he did. <laughs> um, so, so what what does it give you guys about? Uh, it's about like eight games this week that we think are very interesting, um, mostly between two ranked teams. And then we'll give you guys our predictions. So the first one will be on Monday. I know the pod is going to be up Tuesday. I was re- recording today on Valentine's Day. By the way, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Um, show <laughs> show all kisses, the love. Hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses, exactly. Yeah, XOXO. Um, so I think mon- so you guys won't be able to hear this one, but we'll have it up. We'll have a graphic up to show you guys who we picked. Um, but So Monday, February 15th, is going to be Virginia at Florida State. Um, this is going to be a, a close matchup between two ranked teams. I believe Virginia is ninth and Florida State 17th off the top of my head. Um, so so then, so then, now who do we think is going to be winning that game? I'll give it to Andres first. Who did you have for, so for this that, one? Com- coming out? Um, so this one was a little was a tough one as well. It's going to be a great matchup on uh, Monday Madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, <laughs> so my, my W is going to go to Florida State, and I'm going to tell you why. So Florida State, the Seminoles has been – Coming off um, a huge stretch, like home win stretch, close to I think they're they're even battling off Duke for the most home game wins in a row. I think they're at 20, 24, 23. and they play their next two home games at home against two ranked teams. So I think I think that streak continues, and they're really hard to play in Florida and and uh, Tallahassee. So I think they're gonna pick up this win against Virginia, and they've been on a roll of late. So they're getting one of their big mans back again. Um, their seven footer back, so hopefully back. He tweaked his ankle before the um, this last previous game, but um, and I think that's yeah, I think that's what Florida and they have one of their um, one of their big usage guards back, Anthony Polite. So I think Florida State takes this over Virginia, in my opinion. Nice, nice, good shout, Liam. Who do who do you have for this uh, 
to win this game. I'm on the Florida State side as well. Uh, oh, yeah. nice. Go for the upsets. Yeah, tough to go on the road and win. Um, I think Virginia is a good team, but I think that you need a little bit more firepower to go on the road and win at a place like Florida State. And Virginia isn't mm-hmm. a, isn't always known for their firepower. They're more of a defensive, absolutely lock it down team. Um, so yeah, I, I know there's no fans, but still home court advantage is uh, yeah. is still a thing in college still basketball. Traveling. Yeah, still traveling. Still traveling. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going Florida yeah. State. Uh, I totally Leonard Hamilton. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm here, a... maybe at home. Thank it. <laughs> yeah. No, Scott, Scott, Scott Drew, Scott Drew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lon Kruger, my boy. Uh, um, so, yeah, I had Florida State too. Um, I'm on, I'm with you guys. Um, they're kind of to echo Andres's, uh words. They have a really good home, really good home record. And I think that matters in college basketball. Um, I think this is their first meeting this year. So it'll be, yeah. we have no kind of prior, prior stats to, to see what happened. But I think, I think for because it's their first meeting, I think anything uh, more, it's more likely that there's going to be an upset than if teams already know each other, in my opinion. Um, but I just think they're just going to go the right way. I think, like Liam said, going away is very tough. Totally agree with that, especially in college basketball. So, yeah, I think I have Florida State winning it's, that it's game. Funny because I think the last time they met was in like 29, like it was a year ago, I guess. And I think that game was brutal too. I think they, I only think the total points for that game was above like 70. Yeah, it won't be a it won't be a high scoring game, I don't think. Yeah, but I think yeah. these Seminoles are better, so we'll see. Yeah. All right, so um, let's go move on to the Tuesday game Tuesday, which we have Texas at Oklahoma. This is gonna be a really good game. Yeah. This is a battle between twelve, 12 and thirteen in the country. Um, and uh, sorry, so Texas is thirteen and Oklahoma is twelve. Um, so this is gonna be a really good game. I cannot wait to watch it. Um, they're playing in Oklahoma, and uh, Liam. So, who do you think is going to come out on top on this one? Oh, it's a big one. Rivalry game too, right? Uh, Texas, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Blake Griffin uh, versus Kevin Durant. Super- yeah. Oh man, this is a tough one. This is a really tough one. I uh, I've watched a couple couple full Oklahoma games recently because they've featured in in Liam's locks, and they actually screwed Liam's locks yesterday because in a double yeah. overtime game they know, they won a game great game against against West Virginia. Yeah, um, and then a couple of weeks ago, they I was on them and they beat Alabama in the in the Big Twelve SEC yeah. Challenge, which was another uh, was that an overtime game too? I think it might have been. Uh, yeah, it was I think a it really was. close game. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't. I was flip flopping back and forth because I think coming off a double OT, super high win, maybe Oklahoma lets it lets it down a little bit. But then I said it's a, it's a rivalry game. I'm gonna have to go with Oklahoma at home. Um, they've proved it. They've proven it in a couple of their big games already this season. Um, Austin Reeves won it for them last yesterday. Uh, they also got that, that, that big white guy, Manic. He's nice too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Oklahoma to keep rolling in these big games. Haven't seen an Oklahoma team nice. this good since Buddy Heald. Yeah. My final, <laughs> made a final <laughs> four. He dropped, I think, 40 yeah. points against, in Lawrence against Kansas yeah. that, during that season too. Guys, guys they they made the final player. four. They they made the final four that season. They unfortunately forgot to show up to the game. I think they yeah, lost by about fifty to, yeah, to Philadelphia. Yeah. That was so yeah. bad. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma. You're, 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 you're telling me that you're telling me the Trey Young the Trey Young year wasn't their best year. <laughs> the controversial, the controversial like uh, first four in. Weren't they? Uh, yeah, weren't they like the was... number one team in in the country in like December or something that year? Something yeah, like that, yeah, because yeah. they, they, they during conference, but they and lost they like lost nine like of ten, six straight or something. Like that. Yeah. 
Oh man, yeah, some fun Oklahoma teams for sure. This is might be one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So Andres, who did you have coming out on top in this? So one? it was like likely. I mean, it was it was tough for me to pick this one as well. Um, it's gonna be a good game. You know. You yeah. know. Uh, I like I went on the pod. I guess the fir- our first time going on, and I was really high on Texas to potentially winning the tournament. So you know how high <laughs> I am on Texas. They've been they've been hit with with COVID. Um, uh, like they're one of their biggest, uh, like four of their biggest, um, uh, producing players. Um, uh, like minutes wise, kind of got kind of missed a, a strenuous amount of games. So they're just getting healthy. Um, I think it's gonna be tough to go to Oklahoma and take a W here. So I have to Oklahoma as well. Not to say anything bad against Texas. I think Oklahoma is just red hot. And uh, we forgot to mention that like coming Monday, I guess the rankings will change. And I think Oklahoma cracks the top yeah, 10. So sure. um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be tough for Texas to go to Oklahoma and pull out a W. Shaka Smart, I think, will rebound and they'll turn it up again. But this Big 12 conference is like ridiculous. You're playing teams within the top 15 twice in the span of two weeks. So it's like really hard to gain momentum unless you're like clearly Oklahoma is. Um, but even then, they haven't been perfect. So I think Oklahoma will pull this one off, but Texas will rebound afterwards. So my my my, my pick's Oklahoma. Okay, interesting. So I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna zag, and I'm gonna go Texas for this one. Um, I think even though um it's an away game, I think I'm a big fan of revenge games. Um, I think the last game was super 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 close. Uh, like kind of Liam, I think Liam mentioned it's only it was only a one point game, right? And in, in overtime. Um, yeah. so. So I think Texas is going to come out hot. I think Shaka Smart is a, a really good coach. I think they're going to come in here with um, something to to put on notice. I think, like Andre said, Oklahoma's probably going to be top 10 uh, in, this, in this week's ranking. So when this game comes around, Texas is going to be looking to improve their resume and beat a top 10 team. I think it'll just give them more fuel. And um, yeah, I think they're a really good team. They were top four for a reason um, ranked. So I think they're going to come out a uh, revenge game, and I think they're going to come out on top. Yeah, so they, they are a really good squad. Like, just a bunch of vets, yeah. like seniors, juniors in their backcourt, and Greg Brown as their leading yeah. freshman. And like, they're just a great squad overall. And I think it's it's hard to count them out, it's but yeah, match. it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great matchup for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah, so that was a Tuesday game. Um, we have two on Thursday on our docket for what we thought was gonna be really interesting. The first one is gonna be Rutgers at Michigan. Rutgers right now is ranked twenty fifth, and Michigan's ranked. Uh, third. So what a faulty third too. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> what a faulty third. Oh, faulty third. <laughs> uh, yeah, barely playing any games. Um, so and they're gonna. This is gonna be their second game coming off of that huge stint of not playing any games, right? Because they play today against Wisconsin. So that's gonna be a very interesting game. See what happens there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the tide. If Michigan loses that game against Wisconsin, it'll be interesting to see how they rebound against Rutgers. Um, obviously that's a lot of hearsay. Yeah. But um liam who do you think is going to take this one um i mean i'd love to pick retgas just to just to have them come out <laughs> yeah. in the group chat but uh i think i i think i gotta go with michigan at home here guys michigan's a good team they're especially good at home yeah um rutgers i'd say more of a pretender don't really belong in the same yeah. conversation as michigan so i'd love to see yeah. michigan lose this one and, and dev would go ballistic but i gotta go with michigan at home Fair. Fair. Uh, how about you, Andres? What do you think? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, I mean, Rutgers barely ranked. Not to say they're a bad program, but Michigan is is a, to make fun of them, they're not a top, I don't think they're a number one seed, but they're definitely a top 10 team. So I think they'll 
at home, I don't think there's any any conversation here that Michigan should n- not be winning this game. So I'm going with Michigan, the Wolverines. Yeah. The maize and blue. The maize and blue. Amazing. Yeah, so I'm going to agree. To make it quick, I'm going to agree with you guys. Um, Michigan is a good team. It'll be like I said. It'll be interesting to see what happens today against Wisconsin, because then maybe our yeah. opinions would have changed yeah. if we see them in bad form after missing uh, a lot of time. But uh, yeah, I have to go with what I know now, and I think Michigan um, is a better team. Like like Andre said, they're a top ten team. Um, I don't think they're a, like a one seed in my opinion. They haven't done enough, um, but they're still a good team. They're at home, um, and like I said, it's, it's tough traveling. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pick Michigan. It's gonna be interesting to see win. though how this two week break affects them. I want to see how Michigan yeah. bounces mm-hmm. back without playing any competitive basketball essentially for two weeks. So and and exactly. Wisconsin hasn't taken a break. I mean they haven't been in great form, but they haven't they've been playing meaningful games. So we'll see what happens today. Exactly, exactly. So and then our second game on that <clears> Thursday <throat> is is Iowa at Wisconsin. So this is gonna be a really good game. Um. I think uh, I'll just kind of put my take on it first. Yeah. Um. I think I I have I have Iowa winning uh, this game. Um. I, even though it is in Wisconsin in Madison, uh, I think I think Iowa is the better team overall. They obviously have the better player, uh, one of the most dominant players in college right now. Um. It's actually their first um their first meeting of the year because their other one got postponed. Um. So, I think Garza. Garza's too good for for uh for Wisconsin, and even if they do manage to shut them down, because Iowa going into the Michigan State game, which was I think a couple of days ago, right? Um, yeah. They um they were they were managed, Michigan State actually managed to shut down Garza, putting his one of his lowest point totals of the season. But because I think Iowa is pretty well rounded, they have people that could step up, um like Joe Joe <laughs> Joe Weiskamp, uh did in <laughs> uh in the game and put up t- twenty one points. Um, on Michigan State ended up being a route, but it's just I just think they have more weapons than people give them credit for. Um, but Gar- I don't think Wisconsin will be able to shut down Garza, um, even being at home. So I have Wis- uh, I- uh, Iowa winning uh, that one. It's not going to be a blowout though. It's going to be I think it'll be like probably like maybe a five six point game. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Andres? What do you? I agree you with think? you. I had uh, Iowa as well. I mean, if <laughs> Wisconsin could potentially be coming out of like a three three loss out of four game stretch. Which is not going to be great because they're already ranked twenty-one. So I mean, it's, it might it might hurt the ranking systems. They might be out of the of the top twenty-five by the end of the next week. But it is it is tough competition. So maybe maybe the committee will give them a little bit of a break. But I think Iowa, it's hard it's hard to come out of a little funk. So I think Iowa is going to capitalize that in Madison and came home with the W. Like you said, the better better player most of the time always wins. So and Luca Garza has been yeah. unreal. So. Wisconsin shooting does concern me too. Yeah, I forgot to add that in. Uh, how about you, Liam? Um, you guys make some great points, and I was really close to Uh-oh. going with with Iowa this this game because, oh. like I said, to win on the road, you need a lot of firepower. And mm-hmm. is there any more firepower than the Player of the Year to be Luca Garza, plus uh, guys mm-hmm. like Wisecamp and Bohannon as well, Dan, that are good, but. I made it one of my rules, guys. I almost never pick <laughs> an away team in the Big Ten. You see you see good teams. I know Iowa just won huge on the road against Michigan State, but Wisconsin's better than Michigan State. You yeah, see yeah, you are. see teams win you see good teams lose all the time on the road in the Big Ten. 
Um, Rutgers is getting home wins. Uh, I don't know, like uh, Maryland's getting home wins. Indiana's beating big teams at home. So I think Wisconsin's good enough to protect home court here and beat Iowa. Um, yeah, one of I'm going to zag against you guys. I don't know Could if it'll be, be Liam's luck. We have to see the line, but <laughs> yeah, if, if Wisconsin is an underdog in this game, which they probably yeah. will be, then I could see this being a Liam Locke for sure. Yeah, that's in the um, match so yeah, prediction on Wisconsin. ESPN right now is 63% Iowa. So you might have an underdog going into the Thursday game. Love it. That's what you look for. A Big 10 yeah. underdog at home that's actually a pretty good <laughs> team in Wisconsin. That's uh, That's got Liam Locke material for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Checks all the boxes. Nice. All right. Awesome. So we'll kind of go, we'll go move on to the Saturday. Now we have a, a fun docket of games on Saturday, actually. Um, I think I'm um, now it's been confirmed that Baylor is playing Oklahoma state. Um, so far they have it up on ESPN. Um, we'll see if anything changes for that, but we didn't include it just because everything is happening. Baylor's, uh, there's, <coughs> there's a COVID cases happening, uh, there. So they have postponed a lot of games. So we won't, because it's not a guaranteed game to be played, um, I think right now we'll just kind of omit it. But we do have four games for you that we're putting our predictions on. And that is... Uh, so for the on the a- ACC side, who do we have? They have Virginia Tech and Florida State game, right? Yeah. So we have Virginia Tech at 18 right now, Florida State at 17. Um, I'll give this one to you, Andres. Who do you think is going to win that one? So I mentioned prior that they're back-to-back home uh, games for Florida State. And I think they win... Yeah both of them like i had virginia lose against florida state in tallahassee so i'm going to do the same thing here and have virginia tech lose at florida state again and i think they're they make their themselves one game away to beating or tying duke's record of most home games in a row um victories so that's what i'm going with florida state over virginia tech yeah liam Liam, who did you have in this one florida state keep it short and simple like dre said yeah um Good home team. I don't think either of the Virginias have enough to go on the road and win in Tallahassee, which is a, a city name <laughs> I love to say. Um, also, <laughs> love love your use of the word love your use of the word docket, Dan. That makes me chuckle every time. <laughs> docket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many great words being used and names and everything. This pod. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, I, I try to bring it off for you, Liam. I try to bring it off for you. Wonderful. Yeah, you get a you get a proficient <laughs> in in a language. You're using <laughs> three you. scoop words. That's what we. <laughs> So we say it's cool. it's a three scoop word. <laughs> three scoop word. Don't kill me. Um, um, so I had um, I had Florida State as well. Uh, I'm riding the I'm riding the the train um, from the the Virginia win earlier in the week. Um, I think kind of to read what Andre said. Um, they're they're too good at home, and I think they're going to beat Virginia Tech just to keep it simple. Uh, so now we'll move on to um, I don't even know why we have this one on here, but. Tennis, uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. Um, they're playing in Tennessee. I have no. I'm just gonna say it right now. I just have no faith in Kentucky, and I have Tennessee in this one. But well, I'll go off to Andres, and I'm assuming Liam is gonna have something to say about this. So we'll go off to Andres first, and then Liam. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, it was a no-brainer for me, but I do have a little bit of concern actually <laughs> because Tennessee just came off another L this yesterday against LSU, and I was watching the game. I actually caught a couple SEC games yesterday. And uh, Tennessee did not look great at all. LSU kind of basically, since I think the beginning of the second half, kind of took the lead and didn't give it back. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of concerning for Tennessee and tennis and the the volunteers around the world because they they not looking too hot right now. But 
Kentucky is just god awful, so you can always bank on that. So I'm just, I'm just gonna give <laughs> I'm just gonna give Tennessee the W on this one. Fair, fair, Liam. Kentucky's, please tell me you have the same. Kentucky is winning this game, guys. And <laughs> oh god! <laughs> is that Liam Lock? Is that Liam Lock? This will Why? not be a Liam Lock. It has Locke. to be a Liam Lock. Um, but Kentucky's Why? winning this game. Kentucky Why? against the good teams they've played, they've been winning and they've been in every single game. And they blow it in the second half. We played Tennessee like a week ago and we we're up by 12 in the second half and we blew yeah. it. But this week, we're same thing up big against Auburn, who's not as good as Tennessee, but up big against Auburn and we held on and we got the win. Same thing happened against Arkansas. We blew it against Arkansas. But yeah, Arkansas I think uh, they gained some confidence from holding on to a win, a nice home win against, uh, against Auburn. And like Dre said, Tennessee is looking a little sketchy and, uh, yeah. Anytime Kentucky steps on the court, they got the talent to win the game. Uh, I think they uh, they go out and do it. But do they have the maturity? Is a question. They that's, definitely that's, do yeah, not have the maturity. In, they're playing in Tennessee as well. Yeah. yeah, this is a statement win, and then they're going to roll through the <laughs> SEC conference, um, yeah. upset Kansas no in the first too. round, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe even win a national title. To be fair, I, I don't think I, I don't think Kansas will be. I don't think. Uh, Kentucky will be ra- rated that high to uh, to play Kansas because Kansas is going to be like a seven seed. So, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but Arkansas is no joke either. They just came off a W against Mizzou last yesterday, and Missouri's actually no, a pretty good not. program this year. High flyers in yeah. Arkansas, run the court fast. So of course I'm yeah, back so... in the Big Blue Nation against Tennessee. Statement win. <sighs> okay, all right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> we'll go, we'll move on to another. This is going to be a very good game. Um, we'll do it's Texas at Kansas, Texas Tech. Sorry, at Kansas. Texas is currently ranked seventh. Kansas is currently unranked. That will be ranked this year. But this year. that can that can change. Yes, that will change. That can change. Um, we'll go, Andre. We'll go with you first. Actually, this is your team. How confident are you that they will upset Texas Tech? So at home? I'm actually gonna give Kansas the W on this one, just because I have to have a little faith in my Jayhawks now. They've I told. From last week, I said they got to run the table for the next four games, and they looked pretty convincing. I Granted, Iowa State's Iowa State, but even against Oklahoma State, they actually had a huge W um, there, and mm-hmm. and they were ranked 23 at the time. So um, the Big 12 is obviously, like we mentioned, I've mentioned, and Daniel mentioned, it's been a gauntlet. And um, if we pick up the win against um, Kansas State in three days, we'll go 4-0. And I think we have momentum to go um, to host Texas Tech and pull off a W. I think it's going to be a hell of a game and the, the Jayhawks need this win against Texas Tech to to, to make them, to kind of clear the name of all profanities people have been using at them. So I think Kansas Very wins. Cool. I think Kansas wins. Yeah. Momentum is no joke. Uh, Liam, who did you who did you have winning this game? Every time I've watched Kansas this year, they've looked horrible. So I'm going with Max McClung <laughs> and the Red Raiders going into Lawrence and getting <laughs> Mac, a nice, Mac McClung. It's a Mac. nice easy win. Mac. Yeah. Mac McClung. Did I say Max? Yeah. Mm. yeah he's going to be yeah. mad like Mad Max and he's going to get away. <laughs> mad Max. Yeah. Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Cut you off there. Yeah. It's not even going to be close either. Kansas sucks. Oh, oh. Kansas Tech win. Oh. Uh, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm actually going to agree with Andres here. Yeah. Um, Rock. Talk. I think it's going to yeah. be, I, I'll buy it. It's going to be a very, very close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by anyone, like whether Texas Tech wins or Kansas. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's going to be a blowout, but I think Kansas is going to come out on top. 
Um, I think I think just plain and simple. Um, they're picking up momentum, although they're the teams they they Iowa State back to back, I believe. Yeah. Um, one of the worst teams in the Big Twelve, but it doesn't matter. They they just needed to win those games. They did. I think Kansas is honestly fighting for its life in terms of getting good seeding and being one of those teams that um get into the tournament without having to worry about anything. Um, like even because even if they lose out to these ranked teams at the end, they're not going to look good because those three games that they won against Iowa State. And who was the other one? Kansas State? Kansas State. Well, or... Kansas State, they play in three days, and then Oklahoma State, which was ranked. Yeah, so th- those unranked teams that they beat won't mean anything if they can't beat a ranked team. I think they have to win this game, and I think Kansas is going to come out on top at home. Um, Jalen Wilson's so been looking I, I have, good, too. I have uh, I have Kansas winning this one, but hopefully they don't let me down, or else I'm going to hate them even more than I hate them already. So. No, and I think and I think the players have been showing up too. Like the their secondary players, like Jalen Wilson, is already is averaging almost I think 19 points across that stretch this past three games. So I think him playing well, same with um, Brian shooting the three. The, so that's the only concern is the three ball. But Obaji and Marcus Garrett, hopefully they pick it up. And McCormick's been a stud this season. So and I think it continues this form. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully the Jayhawks can uh, can pr- can prove me right. I hope so too. Um. We'll, we'll, We'll move on to uh, the West Virginia Texas game. This is going to be another one. Texas has some tough games coming Big up this 12. week, but so West West Virginia currently ranked 14th. Texas currently ranked 13th. Um, I kind of want to take this one because this is going to be this will probably one of my favorite games this week, and I'm super excited to watch it. Um, West Virginia, like this is a big rip on West Virginia. It has had one of the toughest, like has a really tough schedule recently. And if it wasn't for like Baylor postponements, they had back to back. Like Baylor's supposed to play West Virginia back to back. West Virginia would have had one of the toughest schedules, uh, probably in all of college basketball, in, in like the, the five six game stretch. They would have had played Kansas, they beat. They would have had Texas Tech, who, who they beat, who was ranked seventh. Oklahoma, who was ranked twelfth, they lost to in a very close game. And then they would have had Baylor back to back, and now Texas. Yeah. Like imagine that, that six game stretch. That's quite the stretch. That, that, that's, I, 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 I can tell you. So, I can tell you who can't imagine that Big Ten team. <laughs> i love the slander um so like like i'm just like i kind of love this like west virginia team for its like resilience um now that now they're not playing baylor they're probably postponing it to after but maybe who they'll they'll still have that six game stretch depending on how um the games are postponed but that that would have been ridiculous and even without those two baylor games the schedule is still super tough um i think west virginia is going to come in here um they're playing at texas I think West Virginia is going to win. I'm going to give them the win. I know it's tough to win away, but I really love this West Virginia team. They've shown guts and resilience uh, no matter where they played, and they managed to always keep it close. So I think they're going to edge this one out. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a big nail biter, and they're going to win. They're right now won four consecutive road games, and I think they're going to make it five with um, with their win at Texas. So that's my that's my little te- my little West Virginia, yeah. That's my take. So, uh, so we'll move on to uh, Andres. I was gonna say, we, so you're you, high. You you're win? high on West Virginia then, because you had Texas. Um, did you have Texas over Oklahoma in the beginning of the week? Yeah, I had, I, had, I had Texas over. Oklahoma. So you're really yeah. high on West Virginia. Eh? I think so too. I think they're a gritty team. Uh, like well, they always are, but I think they they have some talent now to back it up, and I think they're gonna. Uh, I'm going it, with yeah. the Longhorns here just because um, kind of the opposite of you. I'm, I was really high on Texas, but gave it to Oklahoma just because Long Kruger and the boys are really, really doing a good job there in Oklahoma. So, um, but I think Texas has got to win at least one of these games this week to, to stay competitive within the Big 12. And unfortunately, that has to come through West uh, at West Virginia's uh, sake. 
So, but I think Texas is a better team uh, on paper and on the court. And like I said, they're getting healthier. And that backcourt is no joke with Greg Brown involved as well. And I think Shaka Smart put, pulls one out this on, on Saturday. Yeah, I'm going to echo the exact sentiments of Dre. I have them losing earlier in the week. They get back on track at home against West Virginia. I do like West Virginia. Man, Culver, he's yeah, a tank. Too. Watching him play yesterday, Dan, Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he's, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Texas got a lot of talented guys too. And yeah, Texas at home yeah. to finish off my slate. My docket. Yeah, these uh these games all oh, your docket. <laughs> three scoop, three scoop. <laughs> uh, yeah, all these games are gonna be really fun to watch. We cannot wait. Um and I'm assuming you guys cannot wait to watch them too. So we'll see what happens in the week and we'll get yeah, we'll get that graphic up there for you to so you guys can keep track along with us. Um so quickly before we finish, let's get some some non biased takeaways. For today, um, just off the top, um, Liam, what's your non-biased takeaway for today? Um, I know you always have spicy ones. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually taking this from you, Dan. This is a, and this is that Steph Curry is the best player in fantasy, and he's going to help my team win a fantasy championship. <laughs> <Nice>. So, <laughs> I thought maybe you're. And that's why it's non-biased. Yeah, I thought maybe you were setting it up <laughs> as a. I'm going to give Liam credit here, so that when he wins, I can say it's only because of Curry and not because you're a good fantasy manager. I, I think that's why you <laughs> said he was the. Yeah, best, uh, I know, cheeky player. lad, cheeky yeah. lad. Yeah. He's always, always. Liam, 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 alternative motive. Liam, you know me. I don't have any hidden agendas. You know me. <laughs> Dan's always. Dan's so good at making excuses. He plans them twenty steps in yeah. ahead. So I think this yeah. is he's, he's planting the seeds for uh, so that yeah. it doesn't feel so bad. Um, but yeah, that's I my, play chess, not checkers. Yeah. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a time marker when he said that in the podcast yeah. description. So, time stamp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he knows. So he knows. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Andres, what's your non-biased takeaway? Uh, I think it's an easy one for me. I think it's the Jayhawks being ranked this this week and going into Texas Tech and winning. <laughs> like I don't think that, I don't think we can say that's not a biased opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I'm a, it's a non-biased. It's obviously non-biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. It's not biased at all. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like I said, I'm I'm with you in this game today for that Kansas game. I have them I have them winning, so hopefully they prove me right. Um, my non biased takeaway is, and I'm gonna reiterate this time and time again because I have people like Stefan Yelena always on my back. We have an Instagram group chat where I just basically just send them all the highlights of Lamelo Ball and House of Highlights <laughs> every time he has one every week. So I'm gonna go with Lamelo Ball, Rookie of the Year for fantasy wise. I'm a non biased. Um, he's going to be, he's going to continue improving and producing stats for anyone who's picked him. And he's not going to only be fantasy rookie of the year, but he's going to be rookie of the year in the NBA as well. So that's my non-biased takeaway. Nice. Yeah. I think both those could actually happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is a rarity. <laughs> if one happens, most likely it'll happen. I <laughs> 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 love it. I love it. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to another two compass basketball podcast. Um, we love hearing all the feedback and all the comments you guys have. Thanks again for listening. Remember to go into our link tree now. We're moving up in the world and we have all our links to all our anything to compass there, all our pods and different platforms, our social medias and everything. So please give a like and a follow to everything and a download. And we really appreciate it. So thank you and keep on listening. So see you guys. Yeah,